following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well, to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Welcome to week 13, Degenerates. Just a short week ago, we were carving and stuffing our faces with turkey. Except for vegetarians and vegans, of course, because they don't eat it. Uh, Now this week, look, you can't even buy Christmas lights. I mean, you can if you want to light up your house with those crapo dome lights at Home Depot. But if you want any of the good stuff, knock yourself out. It is mostly gone broken helmet tip check your local hardware store check your local hardware store anyway just more proof that life comes at you fast speaking of fast how is that almost four month old adorable nephew of mine there christopher he enjoy his first turkey day yeah yeah he enjoyed it and uh that was why this podcast has been pushed off another hour because Downstairs, crying his eyes out because he didn't want to go for a park ride. Yes, then you got him. Then you got him into the car, and he falls asleep. Yeah, you have uh, you have punted for quite a bit this morning. By the time we get this yes. off, it's going to be kickoff. Yes. So, uh, he, did he enjoy the shitbox plate of football that was provided to us on Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, I mean, as much as he could pay attention to it, it's yeah. He he was watching the Dallas Redskins game, and then. Just shit his pants, uh, ah. right, on, <laughs> right on somebody. Delicious. Uh, that boy couldn't hold it because I mean he's four months. That's the deal. Yeah. Diapers he went crying. Two outfits that day. Yeah. Well, get used to it. I mean, before you know it, though, like I said, life comes at you fast. He'll be out of those, walking around, tearing up the house, knocking things off the counter. Then you'll have a whole other uh, set of risks and worries for you. So just enjoy it while you can enjoy it while you can. We couldn't enjoy last week because I Thursday football was, was not so good and neither really was the, the week of football. I mean, I guess there were some close games, but uh, not, not a whole lot. I mean, I, you you know, we'll get the stats later, but halftime leads were 15 and one this week nobody lost after halftime and some of those games were blowouts you know Colts Titans that was a blowout um what else there was uh Vikings Panthers was a good game but uh going down Bills Chargers wasn't as close as the score Giants Bengals wasn't as close as the store Browns Jaguars wasn't as close as the store you know Dolphins was a blowout Falcons was a blowout just not a good week of football but we're looking at hopefully a better week of football Coming up today, Are you excited to watch your Raiders play the Jets? Oh, big dude, game! Big game! Dep- I, I, I don't know. I'm going to be the first one to say it on uh, uh, live uh, podcast radio that the uh, the Jets are a better team than the Raiders. <gasps> no, stop! the hell is going to believe that the Jets are terrible dude I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm being I'm playing but if the Jets beat the Raiders today are the Jets a better team no 
No, they, they just got lucky. They just got lucky. I, I mean, the Raiders, right now, the Raiders are actually still in the hunt, oddly enough. Um, no, well, I, I know. They've been pretty good. Last week, they they ran into a very good Falcons defense, which is crazy because they haven't been that good. The defense hasn't been that good. Well, I mean, here you go. So you got the Raiders at 6-5, and five, and they're currently in position 8 in the AFC. They've got to get up to 6 and that is currently held by the Dolphins at 7-4. and four. Dolphins, unfortunately for you guys, are going to be playing the uh, Bengals today. So that's going to be an easy win or a shocking, shocking loss. Um, and then above them, though, is the Colts and the Browns. So the Browns are 8-3, and three, Dolphins 7-4. and four. And then you have the Colts at 7-4 and four and the Raiders at 6-5. and five. And then the, Raven, uh, the Raiders at 6-5 and the Ravens at 6-5. and five. So that's basically the log jam. If you want to throw in the tenth team, that's the Patriots at five and six. But I think we can just punt on them. No, they're done. Yeah. Wait. So who's Pittsburgh's number one? Kansas City's number two. I can tell you, Kansas City is not rooting for the Raiders to be the seven seed. Yes, you're correct there because they played them very tough this year. So with the new format, the Chiefs will play the seven seed and that obviously right now is the Colts putting the Raiders sneak in there like you said they would probably be facing a team that gave them fits so far in 2020 which can't say that much of actually their only loss as well at 10 and one so um you know so the Raiders got there at their they got one spot I, I was talking about having a uh, five and six but I gotta f- forgot that you include seven this year with a new format so Raiders are one game out Ravens are one game out and the Patriots uh like I said five and six and that probably does it although I think we can write the Patriots off so anyway your uh, Raiders have a big game today against the Jets and I say that facetiously because nobody cares about the effing Jets ah. So, anyway, uh, a bunch of other good games, so let's just get right into it now. We'll look back at last week real quick and then dive into it. First down. First down. Okay, so last week, week 12, quick recap, even though it is super late in the week to be doing this. The Dogs won outright. They were 9-7 and seven against the favorites. They won five of those games. Those games that they won were the Redskins, Titans, Falcons, Patriots, and 49ers all won their games outright. Big movement from the open was 2-1. and one. The unders were victorious last week. They were 10-6 and six versus the overs. As for the teasers, another solid week for teasers, as is every week they hit, usually about 70%. The favorites and dogs were both 12-4, and four, so the game lines were 24-8 and eight teased. The over and unders, overs were 8-7, and seven, unders were 11-11, uh, so 19-18 total for the game lines. Teams that had a halftime lead, like I said, were 15-1. and one. Only team to lose was the Cardinals. They lost versus the Pats. Teams off the bye were home buys, 1-1. One one. Bills won, Bears lost. Road buys were 1-1. One one. 49ers won, and the Giants lost. And obviously, talking points for Road teams with a lot of money on them, 2-3. Winners were the Texans and the Titans. The losers, the Giants, again, they killed me. We'll get to that come betting 
segment. Giants, Cardinals, and Chiefs were the losers. Other notables, the uh, Browns, Jags, Chiefs, Bucks, Giants, Bengals, all won all of the teases. So if you teased favorites or dogs or the overs and unders, you won each of those games. The Giants, you actually saw a push on the over, so I gave them a uh, victory across the board. And then you had that Seattle-Philadelphia game which was nuts because the Seattle-Philly game saw going for two late in the game, which screwed up those uh, final bet totals because they hit it. So uh, with that, they ended up getting the cover late there. So as for the season, we'll do these real quick. Uh, Super Contest, I was 3-2. and two. You, sir, were 1-4. and four. Uh and for the year-to-date totals... Year-to-date results. That leaves me at 25 and 25, 50% total with the Super Contest picks. You are at 21 and 24, so just under 44%. As for the games themselves, the money went 10 and 5. Tickets went 10 and 5. I went 9 and 7. You went 7 and 9. Sharps went 3 and 5. Years to date results. That leaves the money still at the top at 92 and 72. Tickets are 91 and 76. Sharps are over 50% now, 69 and 65. I am a uh, game over 500 at 86 and 85, and you are 84 and 87. Uh, otherwise, nothing real noticeable uh, here. Everything sticks along the current forms. Uh, teased game lines are about 70% either way. Favorites or dogs. Overs, unders are leaning in favor of the overs. They hit about 73%. The unders hit at 64% when teased. Halftime lead still hitting about 80%, and uh, big road Favorites are still just above 61%. So uh, that's about it. Uh, we could sit here and go through all the uh, against the spreads and over and unders, but you want to just jump right into the weekly bets here, sir? Yeah, let's do it. All right, what game do you want to start with? I, I, I noted at least two, and then I left a third one, so we'll see if our minds meld here. Well, one of the first... Uh, the the one o'clock games that I guess has the most interest to me is the Jets and the Raiders. No, just kidding. oh jeez, please, <laughs> just, please. Just, oh, just kidding. The Saints Falcons is going to be a good game. The Colts Texans, good game. Whichever one you want to talk about. Uh, well, I was going to say, well, Texans stink. What about the Titans Browns? Sure, let's talk about it. Titans Browns. All right, so. Second down. We'll fly out to Tennessee, where the Titans are taking on the Browns. Titans currently favored by four and a half on this one, over under at 53 and a half. Trifecta game here as Tennessee has the sharps, tickets, and money all coming in on them. The Browns, I, I mean, look, they're eight and three. Do you buy it? Because I no. don't. No, nobody I still buys it. don't. I haven't been able to get behind this team all year, and I still can't, even though we're in week 13, and they've got, you know, eight wins under their belt. They're very ugly wins. I mean, they, they, they're they a very ground-and-pound team, and that never makes for, for good Sunday football watching. But I, I don't know, man. I, 
I look. I took the Titans in this game, but I, I don't really have faith in them either. They're an ugly. This is just going to be an ugly game to watch. I took the Titans as well, and uh, my thinking is that I, you know, look, the Browns run the ball fine. Baker, I think, stinks. I, I still haven't been able to get behind Baker in his several years here in the league. I still can't now. Uh, I a like the the Titans at home. Uh, for whatever it's worth, I I don't like the Browns on the round uh, on the road. The Browns really just I mean they won versus the Jaguars, but they did let the Jaguars in late last week. The Titans kind of dialing it up here, um, you know. So you're, you're going to take the two ground games. You're going to the Browns and their double double punch here of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb versus the Titans and Derrick Henry. I like Tannehill more than. Mayfield and I like Tannehill's receivers better than Mayfield's. Right, I'm going to take AJ Brown, take Corey Davis over basically Jar- Jarvis Landry, who what he plays once every four weeks. Yep. So I- he's, he's uh, he had a really good game. Was that last week when he went off like eight catches, something like that? But he's done nothing. He's that 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 that's going to be an ugly game. Jarvis Landry but- has not done anything. No. Last week he went off. Yeah, I know. Which was the first time in I can't even tell you how long. I yeah, I can't remember. since he was a dolphin. <laughs> well, um, yeah, he's had a couple of games here and there, but he's been insanely inconsistent. Yes, as has that Browns offense for reasons. I mean, look, they've gone. I don't eight million the changes public, over the, two years. The public is laying money on the Browns because it moved again. It moved a point since last night. Right, it was at five and a half, and now it's at Browns four and a half. So people are digging the Browns right here. Yeah. You yeah, have it at what, four? Four. Yeah. They're they're digging the Browns big time. Yeah, I I, I checked uh well whatever. Four, four and a half. I checked sports line or not sports line, um sorry, uh DraftKings. That's where I pulled the four and a half. So wherever you might get it, the money has been coming in on the Browns here. But uh it doesn't matter really to me. I think I'm just gonna go straight up Titans here. Yeah, me too. I'm all about the Titans. Yeah. All right. So we're both going to go Titans there. What about that over-under? I, I I know that these teams actually hit their overs quite a bit, but regardless, I kind of like the under at 53 and a half. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the two that I picked for the week. Oh, it's, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 53. They really think this is going to be like a shootout, and I look at this game and I'm like, this could be 1714 yeah. 17-10. I'm on I'm the same opinion. Now Tennessee is 8-2 and 1 on their over under record and I I didn't uh and they're actually the tops in the league. But then you look for Cleveland, Cleveland you got to look down a little bit more and they and they're 6 and 5. So they do tend to hit their overs, but I just don't see it in this game. 53 and a half is a lot of points. A lot. So, all right. So now that was the first game. Where do you want to go next? I'm eyeing one game specifically. Whatever you want, man. All right. Whatever so you want. let's go four o'clock and let's fly out to Arizona. So we've got the Rams venturing into the desert here. The Rams currently favored by two and a half. And of course, this all becomes good golf, bad golf. But right now, you have the Sharps leaning with the Cardinals. And then you have the tickets and the money on the side of the Rams. Rams favored two and a half over under here, 48. So which one do we get? Do we get Goff or Goffle? It really is the question every single week. 
I don't know. Do you have a healthy Kyler Murray or do you have a banged up Kyler Murray? Uh, well, healthy or banged up, I I don't think you're going to get a full healthy Kyler Murray, right? I, it, just not enough time has passed for him to get back to where he was three weeks ago. So, I, you know, I mean, it's a shoulder injury. It'll He'll probably ride it out till the very end of the year like that. Um, until I see something differently, I, I still am expecting him to be banged up. Because yeah, that watch sucks play. because that, that, changed, that changed the way that team plays 100%. Oh, it's completely. crazy. Yeah, because, I mean, he's all arm, right? I mean, he, he runs around, too, and he's got great scrambling ability. But what's the real killer uh, when you're playing against him is that he could just light it up 70 yards downfield with a bomb. I, well, that's the problem is that because you're protecting yourself from him running, and so it takes the top off the defense, and then a bomb to Kirk or Hopkins, and, you know, it is what it is. But I I still like the Cardinals. I'm, I'm banking on he's getting healthier, especially with two full practices the past two days. Um, I, You're right, but this really does come down to are you getting good golf or golfal? Yeah, it, it, that's really what it is. I, when you look at these two teams, Arizona right now still middling uh, in their offense and defense. DVOA, offense 14, defense 11. And then the Rams uh, on the on the opposite end, their offense not so good, 25th. But their defense is 6th. And now the Rams are 25th DVOA, but their rushing offense is not so uh, is not so bad. Their rushing offense is number 1 actually in the league, DVOA. So, you know, you could see this. Uh, again, I would think everything being even, I, I would I would go with the Rams here. It's just a crapshoot every single week because you don't know what you're going to get with Goff. Did you watch know. the Rams game last week versus the I 49ers? Did. I did. They're a much better team than the 49ers. They're so they, much better. It's not even just... a question. They couldn't get it done because Goff just couldn't get going the entire yeah, game. Yeah, I... I... I could see the Rams as a type of team going into the offseason if they don't make the playoffs or they don't do anything in the playoffs. Like, Goff has a bad game in the playoffs. I could see them, McVay, looking for a different type of quarterback, more like a, a Brady-ish type, that, uh, a game manager who doesn't make the mistakes that Goff makes. I, you would think that they probably would have to move on because it there's – if he can't fix it with him now, especially yeah, with their done. salary cap the way that it is, I you know you, what are you, you going to do? It's you're not. You need to cut him. You're you going to have to get a journeyman or something. I, I don't know, but yep. you you can't rely on him because the inconsistency is just brutal. It's brutal. Oddly enough, Arizona's offense. You would think that when you look at their DVOA, it would be better through the air than through the ground. Complete opposite. The, and this obviously has a lot to do with but Kyler But that Murray. includes Kyler's running. Right, of course. And that's what I'm saying. But I, layman's, you're looking at yardage. You're looking at just the teams on paper. You would say, oh, yeah, they throw the ball much better than they run. I mean, it's Kenyon Drake. But their DVOA, DVOA rushing is 5 and passing is 15. Yeah. Uh, but So you're going to go to the Cardinals here. I, I don't know. A gun to my head, I've got to expect that we'll get good golf. Um, not for any other reason that I, I can't expect that he's just randomly going to be bad every single week. So I'm going to side with the Rams Cardinals here. So I picked those two this, games. This was another, this was another game that I was looking at the over under and I was thinking the Rams, like 
clicking on all cylinders can put up 30 points a game. The Cardinals clicking on all cylinders can put up 40 points a game. Right. How is this an over-under of 48.5? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. So, and I think I forgot to mention the over-under. The over-under is at 48, 48.5, wherever you get your book. I will tell you this. The reason I would think that this game has been shaded low here at 48 is because Arizona is currently one of the three teams that is under 30% hitting their overs. They're 3-8 and eight hitting their overs. Conversely, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, when you find them, and I had them pinned out before, they are three and eight. So the two of them are both three and eight hitting their overs. And that's why I would think that this game is at 48 rather than a higher number because on a week to week basis, both of these teams fail to hit their over lines. So now they've made it almost artificially small. You're yeah. thinking you're thinking an over here, right? For sure. I mean, I if you're expecting the Rams to win this game, then what I foresee happening is the Rams jump out to a lead and the Cardinals are left trying to catch up. That just that yields an over almost every every time. So, I I don't know. I, I yeah, this it seems too low, but but you're but knowing the statistics and basing bets off statistics like you're supposed to do, I am of the school of thought that uh, everything, you know, kind of evens out after after a while, and this could be one of those games where it evens out, and they both go over. Very know? much so. Very much so. We'll have to see. I did think that the low. I, I thought that the over under was low myself. I looked at it as an over, and then I looked at the uh, over under records, and then I said, "All right, that makes a little bit more sense there." Uh, all right, so that was two of the three games. Now, which one do you want to go with next? Uh, one of the uh, afternoon games. I, you call it. I called the first two, so I'll let you call the last one. Okay. Uh, probably the best game left on the slate. Bills 49ers. Yes, that was the one I was looking at. So I like it. I like it. Must have something in common, namely jeans. Uh, 49, not the same jeans. That would be weird. Uh, so <laughs> San Francisco is going to be hosting Buffalo here. Buffalo coming off the victory last week against the Chargers. Sloppy win. Didn't look real good. Anthony Lynn sucks as a coach. And now the Bills have to go in versus the 49ers. 49ers, as of right now, I believe they are still the one-point favorite. This game, I think, opened Bills favored, or maybe it was a, uh, 49ers by a little. But currently... As of uh, a couple hours ago, 49ers favored by one, over under 47 in this one. This game, you see the squares going on their own, 55% of the bets coming in on the Bills, but the Sharps have the 49ers and the money have the 49ers. Actually, a, a bigger slot for the money, 60% actually coming in on San Francisco. Uh, look, I Goff stunk last week, but the 49ers didn't play terrible. They played okay. And like the Cleveland Browns, I'm having trouble here getting behind the Bills. But getting behind the Bills, really? Yeah, I can't do it. I, I, I just, I continue. I understand that. I thought you were going to say getting behind the 49ers. No, I, I kind of like the 49ers. I, you know, look, Buffalo is eight and three. Uh, 49ers, I had a lot of trouble because they were banged up. They've been getting healthy, and as they've been getting healthy, they've started to play better. 
You know, uh, their offense is 19 DVOA, but it's because their passing game stinks, obviously, because they've gone through quarterbacks uh, off and on all year long. But their running game is 12, and that's one of the, the, their strengths. And then their defense is 9, right? So, you know, San Francisco is okay. Um, and I think it's just a matter of them getting healthy. Uh, even at, although I think they said uh, who wasn't going to. I think D Ford might be done for the year. Not that it matters. He hasn't played all year anyway. Um, no, that doesn't matter. But you know, I mean, look, this is the Super Bowl runner-up that still has a lot of talent on the roster. If at least they can just get consistency, and maybe Nick Mullins playing week in week out is what that is. Uh, you know, maybe they get Kittle back. At least in this game, he won't be there. So let's just talk about this game. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leaning, leaning 49ers here. All they have to do is win. The Bills, I don't know. What, what have they really done this year? They, they, I mean, they're 8-3. You can't knock their record. But you want to go through, you know, they, they beat the Chargers 27-17. They lost no, to the— No, go through their losses. They lost to the Chiefs. Well, let's just go backwards. They lost to the they Cardinals. Should have, they, they could have beaten the Chiefs. So don't forget that was they were on the last drive to win, and they lost. But go on. All right, so, well, let's knock out the first four games of the season, right? Because four games is usually, you know, kind of like extended preseason. This year, it's like a lot of preseason. So, let's knock off their first four games, all wins, by the way, and then go after that. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Chiefs. They beat the Jets 18-10. They beat the uh, the Patriots 24-21. They beat the Seahawks 44-34. In a game the Seahawks should have won, the Seahawks should have won that game. That was one of the games that Russell Wilson played like dog shit. He threw that interception in the end zone. Then they lose to the Cardinals 32-30. And then they beat the Chargers, who are all over the map. On a Hail Mary. They lost on a Hail Mary. I mean, okay. All right. I mean, on the road. True. I got it. I mean, I just don't think anything there that's strong. What was their second loss of the season? Uh, This, it was, well, knocking off the first four games of the season... Their first two games after that were losses, Titans and Chiefs. I don't remember the Titans game. I don't either. 42-16, they got their ass handed to them. But I don't oh, remember the content of the game at all. Yeah, that, I think it was like a Thursday night football game. Uh, I, I don't remember offhand. But regardless, um, I don't think the Bills have been playing well enough to go on the road cross-country here and win versus the 49ers, even though the 49ers are still a little banged up. Um, well, I hope they do because they're in a couple of my bets. Oh, so, are they? Oh, yes. A little sneak peek, if you will. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. I'm, I don't believe in the 49ers in any way, shape, or form. So, like, there's nothing about the 49ers that – Want that that leads me to believe they are good enough to uh, fight against the Bills, who who are very good. The Bills are very good. Like their offense is very good. Their offense is okay. I, again, Josh Allen. That's the biggest question mark. I like Diggs. The Moss and uh, Singletary backfield is, is coming along, developing, if you will. Um, they've gotten a little bit better production out of their other wide receivers here, but I think that all hinges on Josh Allen. And so, listen, I'm, here's what here's the way I, I like looking at this game and how I looked at it from the second I looked at at the line. I'm okay with betting the Bills 
and letting Nick Mullins beat me than betting the 49ers and being upset because I let Josh Allen beat me. Okay. Sure. You can you can go that route. And it sounds like you are because you have the Bills in several of your picks, it sounds like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So there you go. They're, they're the top three games. Let's rip off the rest of the slate here. Third down. Start at the 1 o'clock games. Obviously, two teams are going to be on bye this week. They're going to be the Bucks and the Panthers. Panthers had that tight game versus the Vikings last week, so the Vikings wing late. The Vikings now will be hosting the Jaguars, favored by 10, over under 51 here, and the tickets and money big on the Vikings, 60% of the tickets, 71% of the money. The Jaguars have anything left here to make another tight game or no? Did it move from 10? No, it's 10.5 on some sites. Yeah, 10, yeah. 10 with a hook, whatever it is. Yeah, Vikings. I I picked Vikings. I didn't even think this was a. I you, Jaguars are really bad. I mean, they're they're terrible. Jaguars are bad. They played teams close uh, recently, and last week they ended up getting that backdoor cover with that late score. But I don't know about getting it again here. I also went with the Vikings. Next game up will be the Bears Lions, a huge game in the NFC North. Uh, Chicago coming in as a three-point favorite currently. 45 and a, 44 and a half is the over-under here. This game sees the squares lining up with the Lions, barely though, 51%. And then the Sharps and the money are on the Bears. Everything about this game was basically a 50-50 coin flip. So which side of the coin did you go with? Do you know that the Bears were... I think four and one to start the season. Yes, with yes, Mitch they Tr- were. Yes, they were. And then they switched, and they've gone. I forget what it is. Uh, well, whatever their two, whatever their record is now, minus that. So I, I mean, they, yeah. they're they're five and six. They were four and one. So they've went yeah. one and five in their past with, six with, with Nick Foles. Oh man! Well, they went back uh, yeah. to Trubisky, and they weren't any good last week either. So. Well, they played the they played the Packers. The Packers that wasn't Trubisky's fault. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, yeah, but stop with the Packers. I, I mean, we've gassed a little bit on the Packers over the course of the year here. I, the Packers beat up on bad teams and they whiff versus good teams. Chicago's defense is ranked like second. Uh, Chicago's defense DVOA currently is four: eight against pass, five against the rush. Four. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. nobody all beats right. up on the Bears' defense. I, I, I all right. A- anyway, that, let, that let, game got out of hand. That game got out of hand. Yeah, that, that but, game isn't but. a good one. I, I really wasn't talking about the Chicago Bears as much as I was talking about the Packers. I, you know, I, right? I, I understand. So on some sites, it's two and a half. If you can get two and a half on this game, I like it even more. I'm still going to take the Bears at three. Yes, I had the Bears as well. I don't, I, you know, I know this is going to be the first game with Daryl Bevel as the coach of the Lions. Uh, Patricia stunk, but he's, he's so terrible. But I, I don't know. I, this isn't, I, Daryl Bevel really isn't the coach that teams will rally around. You know, you, you get that with somebody like Romeo Cornell because the players really love Romeo. But with Bevel, I, I you know, I just think it is, a, you know, it, it's a push. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really add to the game. And I think the biggest question mark for the Lions right now is I, I don't know what they're going to get this week. You know, Stafford was banged up last I read. And, I, I mean, he's playing today, but I don't think he's 100%. He's so banged up, I don't even know what part of his body is to hurt anymore. 
Yeah. Is it his? Is it his chest? His finger? His neck? His back? I, don't, you I know. think Swift was a question mark, and Galladay is out. So I'm taking the Bears here as well at home. So next up, your Raiders. Raiders Jets. This game in New York. Uh, Raiders currently seven and a half point favorite. The tickets loves the Raiders at sixty three percent, but the sharps and the money like the Jets. I was leaning Jets here. I was leaning Jets. Seven and a half was well. I, I liked it a lot more at nine, but I think now I, I, I've talked myself into the Raiders. Uh, I didn't. I. I mean, I. I don't. The more I bet against the Raiders, the better chance I have of the Raiders getting a higher draft pick. I. I, I just. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they're good. And I think Falcons exposed them for what they really are last week. Yeah, that was a nightmare of a game. So the one thing I've heard is bounce back game, get rock game, get rock game this week versus the Jets. I don't necessarily see it. I don't think that plays into it. I just don't. They don't have Jacobs. I know they don't have Jacobs. Uh, I, I They can't play as bad as, the Falcon, as they did against the Falcons last week. That would be insane to see two weeks in a row of performances like that. However... I, I don't know. I have as much difficulty getting behind the Jets as I do behind the Raiders. You're not going to bet this game no matter what. doesn't matter. Well, I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, over under 46 and a half. I, not that anybody cares about the over under of the Jets-Raiders game, but that one is pretty even, Steven, as well. So you're going to take the Jets just because I'm taking the Raiders because I can't stand the Jets. That sounds like the Raiders. Game. The Raiders might win by like a field goal at the end of the game. I think it's going to be close. Wow. Uh, I don't. I just think the Jets have, have packed it in there. But So you're thinking a close game, maybe the Raiders, but it doesn't matter because it's a close game. You're taking the Jets. And I think the Jets are just, you know, going to. Don't you think this could be a shootout? I mean, both these defenses are really bad. No, because Sam Darnold stinks. And if you watch him on a week to week basis, he's got a lot of problems. I liked him coming out of college. I wanted the Giants to draft him when he was on the board instead of Saquon Barkley. And that would have been a big mistake. He, uh, you know, he's probably a career. Career backup. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think he'll know. be good on some uh, in some other format. But I, it, it, he he can't save the Jets. He, he'll be good somewhere else. That's the question: is Is it going to be like a Ryan Tannehill where he goes to a different team and all of a sudden blows up? And we won't know. He will. We we won't know until he gets there. It's not going to happen with the Jets. So I'm taking the Raiders. I think Trevor Lawrence is is biting his nails right now, praying that like the Jets get a win. Uh, no, I wherever Trevor Lawrence goes, I think Trevor Lawrence would probably like it in New York because it's a it's a huge media market. Granted, whatever happens to New York City post uh, COVID here, because New York City really is a giant fucking mess. Um, but I think he goes into the Jets. He's going to call all the shots. He's going to give the thumbs up to whatever he wants because they'll basically give him the keys to the castle just to get him in here. Eric so, Bieniemy. Uh, no, Eric Bieniemy will not be the next coach of the Jets. You, can, you don't you, think so? No, you can you can bank on that. There's no you don't way. Think they'll, you don't think they'll package. You get the number one pick. You get whatever you want to do with this guy coming out of Clemson. You can have him. You can pick, do whatever you want. Just come on over. Oh, I, I don't understand the argument, though. What? I don't understand your argument. What, what does the number one pick have to do with everything? What Eric B. Well, that's a very enticing thing for a head coach to, to try and – Get a head coach to come over. A uh, head coach. You're saying the Jets are going to go for Eric Bieniemy? That's yeah. what, that's what I thought. Yeah. Why would you go for Eric Bieniemy? I he know he's look- gotten a ton of pub, but let's be honest. What has Eric Bieniemy done outside of 
a coach in offense that was helmed by Patrick Mahomes. Well, who? Uh, I mean, not when he was a rookie. I mean, it was Alex Smith. I, that offense is. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I've heard the Eric Bieniemy thing now for two years, and I, you know, all the kudos. I want everybody to get a chance to coach. I, that's not the guy. He's he's just so, not. So he's he's, he's, be he's benefiting. I Jim Harborough maybe. Right. They'll never get him away from Michigan. He's not staying at Michigan. I'm telling you that right now. He's he's gone from Michigan. He's out. He's coming to the NFL. He went back. He did the college thing. He likes it much better in the pros, and that's where he's coming back to. Uh, he would be great, but, but Eric Bieniemy, no. Uh, maybe another team, you know, to get it. But I, you know, I would have a lot of trepidation, uh, whatever, I, hesitation at least, uh, if I was an NFL team trying to sign Eric Bieniemy, only because I don't know what he's done outside of Patrick Mahomes, and that's a question mark. But anyway, Raiders, Jets, you Jets, me Raiders. Next up, Saints Falcons. This game in Atlanta. The Saints currently favored by three points. 45 is the over-under. The uh, Sharps and tickets, uh, Sharps and money love the Falcons. The Squares like the Saints, as do I. I'm going to pick the Saints here in this one. I know the Falcons won big last week, but I don't think that one game versus a shitty performance by the Raiders is enough to play the Saints uh, and get the win get the win or the cover when the Saints are only a three-point favorite and they're 9-2 and two on the year. I am not betting on Taysom Hill. It's three points. I know. I know. It's three points. And the Falcons, I, you know, every time this happens... And they hammered, they hammered the Falcons two weeks ago. Okay. I, I mean, that was two weeks ago. I'm taking I'm taking the Falcons. I don't know. I'm impartial to the Falcons. I just I like I like that team. I don't know why. All year round I can't I can't find myself betting against them. And I and what what's their record against the spread? Uh who? The Falcons or the Saints? The Falcons. Falcons versus the spread are when I can find it right here, they are five and six. Yeah. Middle of the road, completely middle of the road. New Orleans six and five. Yeah, it's it's a tough game to bet. I mean, it's it's way more enjoyable to watch real life when when you don't have any money on the game than it is to have money on this game. Um, I like the Falcons and I like the over. Uh, okay, Falcons and the over. I'm taking the Saints. I have no feel on the over under the total line at all. So. What's up? It was bet down two points already. Yeah, well, uh, I have it at 45. Is that what it's it still at? Yeah, it opened up at 47 and a half. Right. So, all right. Uh, Dolphins, Bengals. Dolphins at home for this one. Huge favorite, 11 and a half points. 42 and a half is the over-under. So not expecting much participation by the Bengals in any way, shape, or form. Tua will be starting here. of the tickets on the Dolphins, 64% of the money on the Bengals. Will you be going with the money or the tickets here? No, I'm going Dolphins. You are going Dolphins and the 11.5. I was going Dolphins 11.5 until they started Tua, and now I have changed. I'm going to be taking the Bengals here. Not to win, I just think 11.5 points is a lot, seeing that Tua has not really performed well. Would it change your mind if you knew it was 10 now? 
Uh, if it slid down to 10, it's getting closer. It would tempt me a lot more if it was Fitzmagic uh, behind center instead oh, of Tua. for sure. For sure. So, but I am going to, I, you know, I went with the Bengals. I'm going to stick with the Bengals. Uh, I have it 11 and a half. Did it come down to 10 already? Or are you just saying hypothetically speaking? I'm looking at on Action Network. It's it's MGM is 10, FanDuel's 10, points bet is 10. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You're talking about a point and a hook on top of the 10. So, I don't know. Uh, probably not. I, I mean, I, I picked the Bengals. I just stay away from the game. But, uh, you know, a double digit. A double-digit spread for the Dolphins, even though they're at home. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Gun to my head, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, you're taking the Dolphins. That's really all we should attribute to the uh, Bengals in any way, shape, or form. Next game, good game, Colts-Texans. This game going to be played in Houston. Three-point favorite, the Colts will be. And 50-and-a-half is the over-under. The Sharps are going to be on their own on this one. They're leaning toward the Texans while the tickets and the money both pretty big here on Indianapolis. So the Colts here in a in a playoff spot. The Texans have had a rough year, but you know, salvageable a little bit four and seven. You know, you put lipstick on a pig a little bit. They'll be out Will Fuller though. Will that make a big impact in this game, do you think? That's a good question. I I, I mean I took the Colts. Mainly because I don't know what the Texans are going to be without their number one wide receiver again. Yeah, you know, was Will Fuller that good? You know, who, who's going to fill in the gaps? Is Brandon Cooks really going to be that good for them? Yeah, Brandon Cooks is going to be a heavy starter in fantasy this week, I would imagine, because he's going to look yeah. to get all those touches. But but I, I you know I don't know. Regardless, I, I I'm I went with the Colts. Only because I think the Texans trying to replace Will Fuller while can be done. They usually perform much better with him in there. Their defense still stinks. I've doubted the Colts quite a bit this year. Their defense is really good. Their offense I still don't like uh, all that much. Uh, you know, DVOA Indianapolis, uh, their offense is 11. Their defense is 8. Their defense has actually come down quite a bit, now falling all the way back down to 8. Yeah. But that's I mean, the past couple of weeks, they're that's that team. Every time I'm on them, they stink, and every time I get off of them, they're great. The Colts, you mean? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, I doubted the Colts a lot this year, and it's burnt me because a lot of the times I've took against them, it has blown up in my face with a loss. This week, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them in the three. They're the better team, better coaching. They've just got to win yeah. by a field goal. Yeah, they're the better team. Definitely. And you're taking them as well, I take it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that'll take us to the 4 o'clock games. First one being the Seahawks-Giants. Look, uh, I'm not going to attribute too much here. The Seahawks are favored by 10.5. The over-under is 47.5. The the Sharps are taking the Giants, but everybody else is taking the Seahawks. This was a snap pick for me. The the Giants don't have Daniel Jones, so I, I don't see how they stay in this game. Ugh. That's all I got to say about this game. Yeah, I mean, true. I, I mean, th- this game is not good. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. I hate betting against the Giants, but I, who is it? Colt Caleb? Who's it? Colt McCoy? No, it's Colt McCoy. That, that, yeah, yeah. Colt, Colt McCoy. McCoy. Big time. Big time. Big time. Yeah. yeah Colt McCoy, I, baby. Give me a hell yeah. Going to take us to the promise. Uh, yeah. I think the Giants are in first place in the division, too. 
I, yes, they are. Giants are Giants are in the first place in their division, and they also own their own destiny. So I know. Although I, after today's game, it's going to be a lot different. But I think the bigger uh, question is how many yards aren't. does uh, does Metcalf have? Rather than well, the Cowboys aren't going to beat the Ravens. The football team's not going to beat the Steelers, and the Eagles aren't going to beat the Packers. So it, they'll still be first at the end of the day. It could be, but you've seen crazier thing happen. So it, it sounds like you're leaning Seahawks as well. Of course, yeah, of course. Ten, ten and a half. This one, I you know, this might be two. ten and a half is, is a, so many points, and they could very easily score some crazy touchdown at the end of the game to to cover. Like one of those back, you know, back end covers, yep. but I. Well, Dunlop's I, been playing good, uh, although I think he's a little banged up today. Up, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamal Adams has come back, so their defense has kind of come around here. Giants have fought valiantly all all year. Uh, today, it's not going to be in in the cards. So the Eagles, like you just mentioned, the other NFC East team fighting for their uh, playoff destiny is going to be going into Green Bay facing the Packers. Packers are eight-point favorites. 48-and-a-half is the over-under. The Packers have the tickets on their side. The Eagles have the money on their side. Sharps have not taken an angle. Have you? Yeah, I, I took the Packers. I don't. I, the Eagles are horrifically awful. Yeah, I took the Packers as well. Eight points is a lot of uh, points here. I know that there have been several, uh, whatever, uh, you know, uh, experts, if you will, that have taken the Eagles. I am not. I'm going to be taking the Packers. Eight points. Eagles are just <laughs> bad. Did you see the the $500,000 bet on the Eagles? On uh, the, yes, I heard all about it, right? It, the Seahawks. Well, it was on the Seahawks, right? And that was one of the notable right. games where they went for the two and screwed up the whole thing, right? It was a Hail Mary. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. It's like you got all that money uh-huh. on the line. They score the taunt. They score the, the six. They go for two. And then all of a sudden, uh, bye-bye. Goodbye, Cash. Goodbye, Cash. So, anyway, um, we're both on the Packers in that one. And that'll leave the final afternoon game. Is the Chargers hosting the Patriots? Patriots were favored in this one. Now they're dogs by one and a half. Over under 47 and a half. The Sharps and tickets coming in on the, or Sharps and the money coming in on the Patriots, tickets favoring the Chargers. I'm looking at the Chargers. I, I don't know. I was all over the map on this game too. I was early New England. Now I'm leaning Chargers as of Sunday. So the. Kind of like the Colts. The Patriots are the team that I keep switching back and forth and back and forth. They look good. They look terrible. They look good. They look terrible. I've just made a decision from week 12 on. I'm just going to pick the Patriots. Okay. And I'm going to go with it and just accept it as a win or a loss. I don't even care. They're not going to be in any of my parlays or my teasers, but for sake of argument, um, having to pick a game and pick a team, I'll take the Patriots. Fine. I don't care. All right. You're on the Patriots. I'm on the Chargers. I, I really, I, I don't know why. Again, this is a coin flip game in my, in my regard. Like, like who does, who does Belichick, Rocky and I were talking about this. Who does Belichick aim at taking out in this game? Uh, I don't know. Keenan Allen. That's what you'd think, right? Yeah. I mean, you would think so. I look the, uh, against rookie quarterbacks. I just saw something on sports line a little while ago. 
I think Belichick's like 25 and six against rookie quarterbacks. It's incredible his record. It's it's stupid against rookie quarterbacks. So, I, but my it's not my lack of faith in Belichick today as much as it's my lack of faith in Cam Newton. Uh, you know, performing well on the road here. I I, I just don't see it. So I, that's why I picked the Chargers. It was a you know home team. They got to win by one and a half. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. You're going Patriots, I'm going Chargers. This leaves the first of the two Monday night games. This one is going to be played in the afternoon, so I think it's a 5 o'clock kick, 5 or 5.30. This is Oh, actually, hold on. Before we get to the Monday night game, I skipped the Chiefs game. Let's do Sunday night instead. Chiefs hosting the Broncos. Chiefs favored by 13.5. 50.5 is the over-under here. Uh Tickets and money pretty big on the Chiefs at 62% and 65%. Uh, it, you know, I don't know. It, what do the Broncos have left? They're done. I think I – didn't we say this every week, pick against yeah, the you Broncos? Yeah, could, you could have you skipped this game. This game was – it's not even 13 and a half. I don't care. It could have been, tw- it could have been 20 and a half. I'd still take the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, as did I. Bron- Broncos stink. So that's a Sunday night game. No analysis needed. The like I was saying, the early Monday night game. This is the one I was talking about, which is a pretty good game actually. Steelers hosting the Washington Football Team. Steelers currently favored by seven. Forty-two is the over/under. The sharps and the tickets on the Steelers. Heavy money on the Redskins, although I think people haven't bet it quite yet. So it's probably a heavy portion of a minority booking in terms of the Redskins. But uh, so the Steelers are favored here by seven. The Redskins have fought valiantly all year long, led by their defense. Now their offense coming around a little bit with Alex Smith under the helm. What's going to happen against this Steelers defense is the question of Monday. They've come around. <laughs> well, they've come around to wind up having. Oh, to they have. Steelers. They're okay. I, I, I mean, they're, I'm not saying that they're great, but they're not terrible. No, they're not terrible. They're they're definitely the most surprising team in that division. I, you know, I, I thought I thought I think their over under for the year was like three and a half, four and a half, something like that. Yeah, well, currently um, their their defense is is ranked fifth overall DVOA. Their offense is twenty seventh. They're eight uh, with the, with rushing though DVOA, and their passing is slowly coming along. Terry McLaurin's good. He's solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so is that kid. So is that rookie. That uh, that running back, Gibson. Gibson. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty is it, good. Is it enough to cover the seven versus the Steelers here? Steel- I just I think this the Steelers defense is way too good. Even than, without uh, Bud Dupree. What was Bud Dupree's role in that defense? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, a blitzer, pressure guy, you know, very select and niche. I, I'm Next with guy you. Up. It, didn't didn't they just sign Avery Williamson? Yeah, and, and then he played. I haven't followed his stats, so I don't know how he's done uh, since he got in there. But he was to replace Devin Bush. I mean, what's crazy about the Steelers' defense is now that they're just losing starters. They've been down Devin Bush. Now they're going to be down Bud Dupree. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And they're still, and they've still done just as good. Um, No, I, I, I don't have any faith. I, although this line has moved a lot. I mean, it went from 11 to 7. Uh, yeah, well, 11's too much. 11 is too much for the Redskins. I, I I agree with that. Seven, I think, is I, – I like the Steelers at seven. 
Yeah, Steelers at seven. I'm with you. All right. So then that leads to the final game because we already talked about the other Monday night game, and that's going to be the Tuesday night game. I mean, Tuesday night. Jesus, NFL. Enough already in this COVID thing. They just do not want to give it up. They're going to get the season in it. God damn it. Doesn't matter what happens. So they moved this game to Tuesday because they moved the other game to last Wednesday. Enjoyable to watch Wednesday afternoon football, but please. Ravens hosting the Cowboys. Ravens currently favored by eight and a half over under 45 points. So the tickets and the money both in on the Cowboys here. I'll go first. I pick the Cowboys. Not because I think the Ravens are going to lose. I think the Cow. I, I just think eight and a half is a lot of points to give to a Ravens team that is kind of all over the map offensively still. It was seven and a half last night. What the, I hate when it moves like this. I mean, it's, it's one point. Yeah, but eight and a half is a lot more than seven and a half. Sure. But unfortunately, well, whatever, whatever book, let's say you can have it at seven and a half. I'll give it to you at seven and a half. I'll be the bookmaker. (laughs) I'll be the bookmaker. I'll be the bookmaker. Um, I'm the captain now. Yes. Uh, so I don't know. Like every time I think about the Cowboys and I watch them play, like they have such an amazing, talented group of playmakers in being Ezekiel Elliott and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. But their offensive line is. That's in shambles. Shambles. And then they're coming up against the Ravens defense, who I don't pretty good. know. They're pretty they're good. good. But, do, but do they have Clayus Campbell back? Uh, as of today, I don't know. I did not check the injury report. And and the other guy? But, uh, I mean, it's a little early to check injury reports when the game's on Tuesday, right? So, right. That's what sucks. So, picking a game today, I'm going to go Ravens, uh, assuming they're going to have their, their two interior defensive linemen back. Because they're just going to smoke the Cowboys' front line if they do. Uh, at home against a really beat-up Cowboys I, uh, with Andy Dalton at the helm? Like, no. Although I will say this. Andy Dalton's plenty used to uh, – I mean, he's he's used to playing the, the Ravens, right? So I mean, for sure. Because, I mean, he, years. he owned a home so, in Cincinnati for quite a while. Yeah. So, but, but still, I, I, I think with Lamar, hopefully Lamar Jackson coming back, I think they'll be okay. All right. So you're going to go with the Ravens on that one. I'm on the way, They still, they still fought the, the Steelers pretty valiantly with no, uh, Lamar Jackson. You know what? You know, I I talked to dad on the phone. He said the same thing. And I, I was like, what game was I watching? And I went back and I watched that game. And I, that's not the game that I saw. I, I saw a game where the Ravens were lucky to score seven points and did so off of a turnover. Um, and other than that, they scored no points except the end. Now, I, in their defense fought well, but that offense at no point was threatening to get a wick, get a victory there uh, versus the Steelers. But I, their defense did fight hard. Their defense did fight hard, and so I, I I would have to watch the game a third time to make sure that I didn't, because now there's two people telling me that the Ravens were really in there, and it wasn't what I saw, but, you know, I wear glasses, so sometimes, uh, you know, I see things differently. So, anyway, all right, so that's it for the games. Let's jump in. We're uh, running out of time here, and so we'll go right into our picks. 
fourth down. So, like I said, we had an iffy week last week. What was really screwy for me was that I was lined up with my last 250 bucks on the line, and the Giants destroyed me. The Giants lost. They screwed up both of my parlays. So that cost me about 500 bucks. My teaser didn't come in because the Rams screwed me, and so I had to repop. So I'm out a my initial bankroll, and I now had a repop for another thousand. You ended up losing your bets as well. Uh, you know, you got screwed by a bunch of teams all across the board, and oddly enough, so you're down about a hundred, another hundred, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got 800 out of the original 1,000 left. You got 800 out of the 1,000 left. So, And oddly enough, the over-under games, you picked the Giants, Bengals, and Cards, Pats. I picked them the other way. I hit you lost. I know. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Uh, and Survivor, I didn't get your Survivor knockout, so you have to give it to me later. I had the Giants won. 49ers did not. So The Rams, the Rams losing to the 49ers screwed me out of my teaser last week. Five teaser. Yeah, it was, uh, again, that Rams game, you can't, you just don't know where you're going to get with Goff. So, are you taking Goff anywhere here? Let's start off with the Super Contest picks. So, I'm going to go Vikings 1. You're going to go Vikings. Cards. Cards. Packers. Pack. Steelers. Steelers. Bills. Bills. So, Chris is going to take Vikings, Cards, Pack, Steelers, Bills. Lock it up. Those are his super picks. I am going to go this way. I am going to go with the Titans. I am going to take the Bears. Yes, I'm taking the Bears at home. Shitbox Bears team for one of my locks. I am also going to take the Saints with the three. I'm taking the Seahawks and the 49ers. So I am going a complete different route than him. We don't have one game that is the same this week. I am going Titans, Bears, Saints, Seahawks, and 49ers. That'll bring us to our wagers. We'll start off with the parlays. Chris, you call the ball. So, doing a $25 parlay, straight up points. Bears minus three, Titans minus five, Ravens minus, I had it at seven and a half, whatever, eight and a half. Uh, that's 25 to collect 175. Then I'm going to do a money line parlay with the Falcons at plus 130, the Cards at plus 125, and the Bills at plus 100. That's going to be 25 to collect 60. Parlays for the week. Okay, so you have the using the point spread. You're using the Bears, Titans, and Ravens. Obviously, I like two of those because they are in my super contest picks. And you're packaging them with the Ravens. And then for your other one, you are doing Falcons, Cards, Bills, money line there. So you're taking a couple underdogs, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, three underdogs. Yep, to win. And you're just going to do a little 25 there, huh? Just a little, little sprinkle. Yep, just a little dab, just to hopefully catch up. Uh, see, I I really really like the Falcons. I really like the Bills. The Cards really scare me because the Rams' defense is extre- is very good. They're very very good. Right. That that's the only game that scares me there. 
All right, so those are your parlays. As for me, uh, I am now down my initial bankroll, so I had a repop, and I'm just gonna. I, I'm not gonna keep swinging, but I'm still gonna bet a little aggressively here, probably more so than I should. That's how I got in trouble the last time. But I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna go Saints and 49ers, two of my super contest picks. I'm going to lock those in for a hundred bucks for three seventy-six. I am then going to throw in the Bears with them. I'm going to lower it to fifty for three fifty-nine, uh, so that I can kind of amplify my picks there if I'm right. So correlated parlays, love them. And then the second parlay I'm going to take. I'm going to do an over/under. I'm going to do fifty bucks for one eighty-two. I'm going to take. Minnesota Jacksonville under and then I'm going to take the Titans Browns under so the Vikings under is at 51 the Titans under is at 53 and a half I'm going to take both of those and I'm going to tease them down 50 or not tease them down I'm going to take them under 50 bucks for 182 that leaves us to our teasers I will start I've got one I'm just going to do a $100 tease for 228, I'm going to take the Seattle game. I'm going to tease that down to four and a half. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh game, tease that down to a point, and I'm going to take Green Bay and tease that down to two and a half. I didn't have the Packers in my super picks. Uh, you had the Packers in your super picks. I just thought it was a little bit much on the points, but you give me two and a half, and I'm more than happy. And that's my tease for the week. Yeah, so I'm going to do. <coughs> excuse me. Whoa. I'm going to do Dying the Falcons. COVID? What? Sorry. Uh, I'm going to use my money line parlay. So I'm going to take the Falcons cards and bills. I'm going to tease all those up to Falcons getting nine cards, getting eight and a half and the bills getting seven. And then on top of that, I'm going to add the Hawks and the Packers Hawks teasing it down to four and a half and the Packers teasing it down to two, two and a half. So I'm going to do a five team, $50 tease uh, to collect 200. Okay. And is that your only tease of the afternoon as well? Yep. Right. Yeah. 100, 100 bucks for the week. Bring me down to 700 Hopefully I can cash out and get over that uh, that 1000 mark. All right. Uh, I don't even know what that's like. I'm 1,000 points away from that now. So uh, next up will be our over-unders for the week. Do you want to start? You got sure. two games? So, yeah, we talked about the first one already. Browns-Titans uh, at fi- under 53. I just... I don't see this game as a shootout. I, I, it's crazy. I, I, maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. But I don't think uh, so. Yeah, I, I just I can't see that. This is going to be an ugly game. Um, and then the Saints and Falcons, I'm going over 46. I think that is going to turn into more of a shootout than uh, the Saints are a little hurt on defense from, from the articles I was reading. They're a little backed up. So. That'll give, uh, with Julio Jones back, that'll give them an opportunity to score a little more. So right. uh, yeah, so I already have told you my two because I put them in my parlay. So I am going to be taking Jacksonville at Minnesota under 51. And then like you, I am going to be looking at that Cleveland-Tennessee game under 53. Uh, I also don't know if that game is going to be a shootout. Yes, uh, Tennessee's defense stinks. Cleveland's is okay. I just don't have faith in a lot of points in that game. So that leaves our survivor knockout picks. Now, I haven't picked the Dolphins here, and they are playing the Bengals. This might turn into taking the team, playing the Bengals anytime I haven't picked that team already. 
I am 9-3 and three on the season in my Survivor picks. This week, I'm going with the Dolphins. I was victorious last week with the Giants. My knockout, I was not victorious last week. I lost picking the 49ers. They lost to the Rams on the year. I'm 9-3. and three, And those three games have come in the past four. So I'm 1-3 and three over the past four games. So I was knocking it out of the park uh, with my knockout picks until recently. I lost the Dolphins. They uh, beat the Cards. I picked the Titans. They lost to the Colts. And I picked the Rams. And the 49ers beat them. This week, I'm picking the Giants. They're on the road. I haven't picked them yet. They're playing the Seahawks. And that's all she wrote for the Giants. They should get knocked out. What about you? What do you got for the Survivor? Uh, so for my Survivor, I'm going to take the Bears over the Lions. I have not used them yet. I like you. I, I think I'm 10 and two going into this week. I have two losses in the Survivor pool. Um, knockouts. I, I'm with you too, man. I've lost two of my. I've, I've lost the past two weeks in a row. Like I, I was killing it. I was. I, you know, I'm nine and three on the season. But at one point, I was like, you know, eight and seven and one or something. So. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers as my knockout. So I'll go Bear Survivor, 49ers my knockout. I really believe in the Bills this week. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. All right. All right, so that'll do it for us here. We are just, uh, you know, a, a short while away from kickoff, so we'll get to see how we did rather soon. I uh, hope everybody has an enjoyable Sunday. Enjoy the fun of NFL football while we have it. We've gotten through 13 weeks as of today. Hopefully we finish this up. We get a Super Bowl in here. Cross our fingers. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Happy holidays. Uh, all the shopping. All that good stuff. Peace. Audi 5000. Adios.